Yep. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. That's right, it does. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to A Long Walk to Cleveland. My name is Rudy Povich. Find this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Instagram. Morning, Scooter. What's up, Jamie? Hi, Kim. Nick, how are you, bud? Uh, what's up, Wyatt? Uh, what's up, Sally? Coming to the show tomorrow night over at Guddy's. That's right. Good morning, Nicole. Uh, Guddy's going to be there tonight. Shows at 7.30, and, uh, both Friday and Saturday. Clean comedy. You won't hear any F-bombs. You won't hear any endowendos. Won't be talking about drinking. Won't be doing the bit about my buddy marrying a porn star. All that stuff's off the table tonight. So, yeah. But, uh, that's where we're at. Somebody having a problem with audio this morning on the uh, Instagram feed? If you are, I apologize. Adito? Yes, Jamie, it is your Adito. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, let's see. Mel, how long will you be on tomorrow? Uh, I think I'm doing, um, I think I'm doing probably about 25 to 30 tomorrow night. So yeah, it'll be a, uh, it'll be a good show for sure. I'm working with a guy. Um, I've, uh, I've never had the opportunity to meet a guy by the name of Moody. I like guys that have names that are also adjectives, you know, curly, moody, Try to align yourself with dudes who have names like that. Yeah, it looks like everybody else can hear. So, yeah, Jamie, it is on your end. Uh, let's see. One ranch for the road today. We will uh, we'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, last night was kind of out uh, bumming around for a little while. Hit up a couple of shows. It was nice to see some friends out. Robert Burrell was out last night, who's a, a great comedian from Minneapolis, going on the road this week. Also, Chell Bjorn uh, was out. Man, I haven't seen that guy forever. I didn't talk to him, though. You guys ever... Have people in your life that you're like, I don't know if that guy remembers me or if I don't know if I don't know if he would want to talk to me because I I remember hanging out with Chell like years ago and I always felt like, you know, kind of like an outsider with him. But I saw him last night for the first time in like 10 years and he's a great comedian, Comedy Central. I think he was on Conan. I mean, dude, you name it. The guy's got tons of credits and I saw him and I'm like, I don't know if he remembers me and I don't know if he even liked me. So I just like sat in the wings and just like didn't say a word to him and just thought, yeah, I'm just going to kick it, man. I'll just let him do his thing. If he remembers me, he can come up and say hi. Obviously, I remember him, you know, because when I first started, he was really just like starting to, you know, take off. And Gracie, I love Chell. Yeah, guy is super funny, super funny. I mean, that dude was on stage last night just reading... Reading from a joke book that, you know, obviously not a joke book, joke book, but, you know, reading from his notebook filled with jokes. And you can tell they're brand new and everything just hits. It hits so good. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a big fan of him. And I just thought, no, nah, I don't know. Maybe if the guy, I just don't want to make it weird. I don't like making it weird. I don't, I don't, like when I, if we're all at the cabin with the family, maybe you guys do this too. If you're at somewhere with like a big group of family members and you go to leave and everybody's giving hugs. I don't hug. I don't hug. I, I feel weird. I feel awful. I feel weird about it. I don't want to. I don't want to hug. So I, uh, I don't know. Like I get that's what we're doing, but I don't know if those people want to hug me. I definitely don't want to hug them. I got an aunt. 
Well, I don't think I've hugged since I was like six. I see her probably seven times a year. I have no no ambition to want to hug her. Uh, Gracie, does he have another show here? Yeah, he's coming up. I think it's November. He's doing the Acme Comedy Company 30-year anniversary show. There's like a full weekend where they're bringing back all the all the greats that have come out of Acme and sort of made a name for themselves. I think Chad Daniels is going to be there. Mary Mack, Tim Harmston, Chell, obviously. Uh, yeah. So there's a, uh, there's some good, uh, I think it's coming up first or second weekend of November. I could be wrong, but I know it's somewhere in there, but yeah, that's definitely coming down the pike. I would say, check it out for sure. He's such a funny dude. And I don't know. I always feel weird around him, you know? Um, I do that a lot with even just like, especially when working in radio, you'd get like, you'd, you'd get to be friends with people that were, you know, of note, like, uh, the guys from Avenge Sevenfold. Used to kick it with those guys all the time. All the time. In fact, when my daughter Kinley was in the hospital, um, Brian, their guitar player, goes by the name of Sinister Gates. He dropped me a line and was like, hey, man, heard your daughter's in the hospital. I hope you're doing okay. Left me a really nice message. He's just, he was a really sincere dude, as was everybody in that band. And I haven't seen those guys now in years. I bet it's got to be over 10 years easily since I've even chatted with them. And now if I were to see him, I I would feel weird going up and being like, you probably don't remember me. Cause I like, God, I hate that guy too. I hate that guy who's like, nah, I'm somebody, but you probably don't remember. No big deal. Uh, let's see, Jamie, please tell Tommy Ryman I will be there. Right on. Oh, please tell me Tommy Ryman will be there. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if he'll be there or not. I did see Tommy out the other night and uh, Tommy's just like salt of the earth, man. Just the nicest guy ever. Seriously. It, I'm, I don't know if there's a more sincere dude on the planet. And, you know, he's kind of one of the guys I complain about all the time, about, like, man children. The last time I saw Tommy doing a show, we were at House of Comedy, and Tommy had to split a few minutes early because he had to get to the Lego store so he could buy the new Seinfeld Lego pack that came out. Remember, these are men in their almost 40s that are pulling this off. But he's such a sincere guy. I just, I love him to death. So I don't know if Tommy will be there or not. I didn't see the whole lineup, but I would imagine he'll be down there, down there, hanging out. And he's just a, yeah, he's a great, great dude. All right. Uh, so last night after I got back to the house, wanted to just curl up with my dog. I can tell my dog is, maybe you guys do this with your dogs too. Uh, I can tell he's like, he's kind of pissy at me. And I think it's because I was gone basically from last Friday until almost Wednesday. And the last few days, he's kind of been like, bitch, please. I got no time for you. You split and left me with people, with strangers, for the last how many days? What the F, old man? God. So, I can tell the last couple of days, he's kind of been like, dude, I got I got no loves for you. Because I'm trying to like, you know, hey, bud, you want a treat? He's like, nah, I'm good. I'm like, hey, bud, you want to go for a walk? He's like, nah, I'm good. Not that he would want to go for a walk anyways. So last night, I thought, all right, I got to get back here and hang out with my kid, my second kid, my fur baby, get up on the couch with him. I go to lay down next to him. He gets up and just walks to the other side of the couch. And I'm like, dude, what's up, man? So then I had to like pull his ass over to me and lay on my chest and then like really like make with the good hugs and the the, the mushy. I love you, buddy. You're a good boy. You're a good boy. 
I, I don't know what it is, but he was he was not happy with me the last few days. So when I got back here last night, I thought, all right, we're just going to kick it on the couch. I lasted all of like four and a half minutes uh, before it was time for me to, you know, drift off to La La Land. And when that happened, I woke up. I had turned the game on last night. Dodgers, Giants, Game 5, NLDS, winner take all, moving on to the NLCS. And this is what happened last night. If you caught the game, oh, my God. No balls, two strikes. And Flores, did he go? He did! And the game ends! A swinging strike three! Gabe Morales rings him up. The game is over. And the Los Angeles Dodgers are headed to the National League Championship Series. Ah, man. Check swing. That is how you lose the game. Not the game, the series. Your season is done on a check swing from the first base umpire, dude. I watched that, man. You gotta let that stuff go. Ugh. It was, oh man, it was, it was hard to watch. I felt bad. I felt awful that that happened last night. It was a shitty way for it to go, man. Plus, I like the Giants. I think they're a cool team. I like everybody on there. God damn it, dude. That's the one, listen, hockey and baseball. Let's let's shorten up the seasons by like half and just get right into the goddamn playoffs. It's the only time that it gets super exciting. It's goddamn baseball all the time. I get like when it's July, like the girls like to go to the game and yeah, get a hot dog and kick it in the stands and it's fun. I get that. But do we need 162 of the goddamn things? 81 games are played at home. It's too much. I can't do it. I can't do it with hockey either. The fucking season is just like seven months long, man. God damn. I remember the year uh, my grandfather passed away. His favorite team, the Detroit Red Wings, won the Stanley Cup. And that that season had started in, when the hell was it? The second week of October? It ended in June. Fuck. It's so long. It's too much. It's hard to keep up. You get bored with it. You totally get bored with it. I don't know. Playoff baseball, phenomenal. You catch me at a game in July, dude, I... No. I'd I'd much rather have people beat me over the shins with some kindu sticks than to go watch a baseball game the third week of August. You ain't playing for nothing. Dumb. Lame. I don't like it. Get rid of it. This shit's been going on too long, man. That's the beauty about football. You get it once a week, three hours. Season is, what, 16 weeks, 17 weeks long? That's all you get? Jesus. I don't know why we're putting so much effort into a 162-game season all the time. And I can't keep up with the goddamn... That's the other thing, too. My brain, for how much I do enjoy sports, my brain cannot retain player names. I don't remember who's playing for who. Somebody gets traded, and then I realize that they're playing for another team like two seasons later. I'm like, where the fuck did that guy go? Like, even teams that I, I enjoy watching, you know, uh, Lyle Overbay, love that guy. First baseman for the Milwaukee Brewers, used to wear a Band-Aid on his chin. It became a thing. People were coming to the games with Band-Aids on their chin. Lyle Overbay got traded. I found out like a season and a half later. I was like, hey, where the hell's Overbay? They're like, dude, he's, he's been playing for the Astros now for like a year and a half. I don't like it. It's too many. It's too many. Too many people. But then there's also... You know, there's guys out there that just like, they can retain all that information, all of it. My brother-in-law, fuck Google. I'll just ask Justin. 
That guy's got every answer to every. You want to know how many yards a one-year running back ran for the Jacksonville Jaguars the third year they were in existence? My brother-in-law can tell you. It's like a Rain Man uh, scenario when it comes to just sports stats. And a lot of guys have it. I can't do it, man. I can't do it. I can't do it. Did I tell you guys the cursive story the other day? I can't remember if I told you guys the cursive story. Maybe not. I was on the plane. I was on the plane writing in cursive. Did I tell you that? Uh, no. Uh, we'll save it for another time. I can't remember if I told that story or not. Um, it was the, uh, I was writing in cursive and that gal asked, what language was that? Did I tell you guys? I don't remember if I said that story on here or not. I can't remember. But either way, I don't know. We'll get to it at another time because I'll feed it into something. Scooter says, no, I didn't tell you guys the story. I've never told you the story. Ah, that's weird. I know I was, uh, cause I, and I didn't blame the gal. Is because the gal, like people's just brains are so filled with information. So much information. Too much information. You can't retain it all, you know? I told that guy, uh, one of my daughter's friends, that uh, one of my daughter's friend's parents, we were talking about how fast time moves. And I said, God, you know why that is? I said, it's because when you're older, your brain doesn't retain as much information. It just remembers all the important stuff and it erases everything in between and slams those events together, thus making it seem like time is moving faster. But when you're young, your brain is trying to remember everything. So it stretches out the important events and it makes it seem like time is going slower. And he's like, yeah, I know, because I told you that two weeks ago. I'm like, well, that is a really awful way for you to find out that your conversations are unimportant. But no, the uh, the gal uh, on the plane, I was uh, I was I was writing, and I write in cursive when I write. And the gal looked over and was like, oh, "What language is that?" And I said, "Cursive." And she goes, "Oh, are you from Kosovo?" <laughs> I was like, "Do you mean Kosovo?" Because no to both those questions. But uh, yes, Kosovo. That's where I'm from, Kosovo. You know, that country that's right next to Printigal, the only the only country that speaks in print. You might know it. But I didn't blame her. I just feel like our 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 brains are just so filled with information. You can't put more information into it. You can't. It's unbelievable. So, uh Jamie, no way. Gracie, no she didn't. Scooter, OMG. Listen. Why would I make up Kosovo? <laughs> the guy was like, you're from Kosovo. Do I look like anybody who looks like I'm from? Look at my face. Look at the, look at my bill. Look at this. Look at the beard. Like this five o'clock shadow. I'm so American. I'm so white and so American. There's nothing that is multicultural about me. Why the f- Kosovo? What the fuck is Kosovo? Are you from Kosovo? Uh, Amanda, my son learned it for one year, fourth grade, I think. I taught him how to sign his name. I was like, you, I was like, oh, excuse me. I was like, you need to have a signature. I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You should learn how to sign your name in cursive for sure. Uh, Mira, I hate when people talk to me on the plane. Nothing they ask quality for small talk. No, I get that too. Yep. I, uh, uh, what was that? Fight club. Thank you for being my single serving friend. Jamie, Kosovo people are more curvy. Ooh, there you go. That's a good tag. Right on. Yeah. Kosovo. It's like, man, I didn't blame her. I didn't blame her one bit. Cause I'm like, listen, we're all dumb dumbs. Too much information out there nowadays. Too much for people to like go on too much to remember, you know, it is, I mean, it really is sort of the dumbing down of society you know, where we're at, especially with the phones. I mean, we're putting smart things in our pocket, but we got dumb things up in our skulls. 
Don't remember people's phone numbers, directions? Dude, when was the last time you had anybody just pull out a Rand McNally map and try to figure out where the fuck you're going to go? You can't. It's impossible. A thousand percent impossible. Ah, uh, Lynn, Cursivo, new merchandise. Oh, yeah, there you go. Cursivo, the land of Cursivo. That's right. I'm going to have to write that one down. That is, that is, I, I can't believe I've never told that story on here. I thought maybe I did. The gal who thought that I was a different language. Cursive is a completely different language. Jesus. You can't make any of this stuff up, though, man, but uh, for sure. All right, what do you say uh, we just hop right into it, huh? Oh, now you're just being crazy. And now, and now, one rant for the road. One rant for the road. Shut up, you're drunk. All right, we do it every single Friday. Hop onto a random word generator online, gives me a word, and then we just sit and complain about that word before we take off for the weekend. Random word generator, spin the wheel and jungle. All right, jungles. First off, listen, jungles have had a goddamn good run. They're the most majestic and yet also the most lethal places on the planet. You got to pick one, jungle. You can't be the place that people want to jettison to most often and then also be filled with shit that can kill you with one bite. All the spiders and the snakes and all the tribesmen with the bones through their nose with the spears. It's too much. Not a fan. They're all sweltering heat. and I've been listening to people talk about we are killing the rainforest. I've been listening to people beat drums now for the last 30 years. Rainforest is still there. I get like we're making moves and people are, you're pulling resources out, but I do believe at this point, if it was, if we were going to have killed the rainforest, it would have been done by now, wouldn't it have? I don't want to see it go, but I also don't want to sit and hear people complain about, we got to save the rainforest. I'm pretty sure it's saved. Pretty sure. Is it going to look a little different? Because we're a species that needs resources? Yeah, that's the way it is. Are we doing a pretty decent job about planting where we've taken from? I think so. If you go to northern Minnesota, there are plots of land that places like Bland and Paper Company have taken, and they've logged it all out. And after it's all logged out, they clear everything, and then these guys go in, and they plant thousands of trees. Thousands. And before you know it, six, seven years go by, you're looking at that field and you're like, man, I remember when that field was just like, everything in it was knee high and now this is 10, 10 feet tall. And then you fast forward another 20 years and it's all forest again, a thousand percent. So why is it that we can do it in Northern Minnesota, a place where nobody gives a shit about the forest, bland and paper can take whatever they want when they want, but we haven't saved the rainforest yet? I think it's bullshit. If, it would have, if we would have killed that thing off, we would have done it by now. I tried watching Fern Gully the other day with my kid. Propaganda. That's all it was, propaganda. Have you guys seen Fern Gully? Fern Gully is a... Um, I'm spacing on exactly how it all goes down. But while this thing... Um, uh, in the middle of the movie, Robin Williams plays like a wombat. Uh, it's a cartoon. And after I got done watching it, because I remember it being like this majestic movie and it was all funny and Robin Williams is the wombat, blah, blah. I watched it like it's propaganda. That movie was what, 1989, 1990? So we're going on 30 years of people talking about we're killing the rainforest. If we had killed it, it had been done by now. I'm tired of people telling me that, you know, if I drink out of a Dasani bottle, I'm killing the rainforest. I'm not doing shit. I'm sitting in northern Minnesota enjoying myself. Trying to, you know, I'm not taking out the forest. 
I'm not cutting down trees. Jesus. You guys are the ones. Listen, here, Amazon. Not Jeff Bezos, but the actual Amazon. Knock that shit off. Stop it. And everybody, but, and I also think like some of this stuff where it comes from, it's, it's literally from people that are probably close to it, right? Because on the outside looking in, if you're like, God, my neighbors suck. My neighbors are the worst. Why, why would happen? Well, on their side of the fence, they decided to plant some ivy. I mean, who does that, right? What a bunch of assholes. Most people look at that and go, dude, who cares? Nobody cares. That's a dumb thing to complain about. Whatever. But in your world, it's a big deal. So I imagine everybody that's down in the Amazon checking it out are like, dude, uh, you got you to knock this crap off. And everyone's like, listen, I don't think it's as bad as what you think it is. It's just, it is what it is because you got your face pressed up to it. Jamie, Avatar is Ferngully after it grew up. It's, yeah, total propaganda. Absolutely a thousand percent propaganda. Uh, I hear jungle and all I can picture is way too many pubes. Yeah. If anything, uh, kill the pube jungle. Let's get on that board. You don't see any fucking billboards. You don't see people walking around with, you know, small little change cans about kill the pube jungle. Huh? That's one jungle I don't mind killing. You guys and your save the rainforest garbage. If it had been dead, it had been dead by now. Knock it off. I'm going to travel to Kursovo where there's a pube jungle. And we're going to go and we're going to eradicate the pube jungle. I'm done. Get a bulldozer. Give me one of those. Give me a small razor bulldozer. I want five blades. I want that goddamn wombat from Fern Gully. I'm going to go, I'm going to dock like Avatar, and then we're going to mow this thing over. (laughs) Pube jungle. All right. All right. Ding, 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 ding. I think that would be enough for today. But seriously, the rainforest, we've been hearing all this shit for years about how everything is awful and everything is, we're all going to die because of this and, you know global warming and blah, like shit, man, all this stuff would have been like, wouldn't we have seen most of this stuff come true by now? What? There's a hole in the ozone layer. There's a hole in the ozone layer. Gases and oxygen are depleting. They're escaping the planet because there's a hole in the ozone layer. They told me there was a hole in the ozone layer when I was seven. I have not heard a single muttering of hole in the ozone layer in years. Nothing. Ah, uh, Jamie, oh my God, please. Pube jungle shirts now. It's a good slogan for a presidential campaign. I want pube jungle shirts now. Now. Cursive and pube jungle shirts. Get on it, Rudy. Ah, <laughs> uh, you're right. Mow that lawn so you can find the goods. There is something is weird about uh, tiny Tiny gals, like small diminutive gals that are kind of flat chested that go that route. Cause then it feels like, oh dude, it kind of feels like you're just like staring at like a, like a prebubescent girl. Doesn't it? It does feel a little like that sometimes, you know, I've had girlfriends that are like super petite and kind of flat chested and then they go down that route and you're like, I don't, Ooh, this is like too close to home. It feels like you're just tiny and like a underage. It doesn't it? It, I don't know. It feels weird. like for guys, I guess maybe we don't get that, you know. Like if a dude goes as hairless as a baby seal, 
no girl will ever look and just be like, oh my God, it's, it looks totally looks too young. But like dudes, on the other hand, you look at a gal who's like petite, tiny, flat. And then you also add that element into the mix about like, you know, going full on, you know, kill the pube jungle. And then you're like, dude, this is too young. That's a little too young for me. So uh, I don't understand landing strips. I'd feel like my crotch is a Hitler enthusiast. Is a sideways Hitler? It's not like Hitler's mustache started that little strip under the nose and then went all the way down over his chin. That'd be weird. And go the other way. Was it? Uh, was that last year? I can't remember. I, I did have a. Um, we had a joke about this. What the hell was it? It was I had a mustache, and I'm like, I'm sure you ladies are asking, does the mustache match the carpet? And what you should be asking is, does my balls look like my face? I think that was the joke. I can't remember, but either way. Uh, shows coming up. Hopefully you guys are coming to shows. Gutties this weekend. Two shows uh, tonight, 7.30, Saturday night, 7.30. And then um, I will also be at uh, Hog's Breath coming up next Saturday. No, next Saturday night? Yeah, or next Friday night, the 22nd. Make reservations. We'll get more info up if you haven't made reservations yet. I think they're almost filled to capacity. Could be wrong, but I think they're pretty close. Like last time I checked, we were about three quarters of the way full. So, uh, yeah, but uh, we'll be there. And then coming up November 18th, going to be in Grantsburg, Wisconsin at Jokers. So, yeah, some shows, some merchandise. You can find it at RudyPovich.com. You guys are the best. I really do appreciate it. Thank you guys so much once again for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.